0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for your daily
1: dose of all things Chicago sports. This is The Daily
0: Score. Now,
1: here's your host, Mark Grody. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the daily score, I am Mark Roddy, and we are certainly talking about the Bears. The Bears were back at Hallis Hall on Monday after the bye week and coming off a November 27th win against Minnesota. So the Bears uh, now four and eight after that 12 to 10 win, where the defense dominated and the offense left a lot to be desired in terms of actually putting touchdowns on the board. But let's start with the questions about. Matt Eberflus, as we still have to ask those questions in terms of is Matt Eberflus long for this job in terms of uh, being here and being the Bears head coach and then there's other people whose potential uh, Bears careers could be on the line as well so let's start there you'll hear the question um, and the answer here a couple of them including myself asking a question to Matt Eberflus about what's going to go down once the season ends let's hear how he's answering these questions.
0: Matt, do you feel the weight of what's at stake over the rest of the season here for key people in the organization like you, Luke Getze, Justin, in a season where it hasn't gone like you wanted to, that you guys have a lot to prove to get to stay?
2: Yeah, you know, the season didn't start off the way everybody wanted for sure. But uh, over the last eight weeks, we've put some good things out there and uh, we're certainly excited about doing that this week. Um, You know, our focus is, as any time in the NFL, is where your feet are. You know, we got to be focused on this game and this game only uh, to put your best performance out there, and that's what we're doing this week.
0: Is that pressure new to you at all, having been an assistant for Song and having been a very successful assistant? I don't know if there's been a lot of, you know, end-of-season stretches like this where you feel like you have a lot on the line individually.
2: No, that's a good question. Uh, Yeah, certainly you feel that. Uh, During the course of my 32 years, you feel it um, over the time. And you just got to uh, put your best foot forward, you know, just keep working and grinding and and uh, keep executing, get the guys to focus and wire in, uh, you know, being positive but also being real uh, with the players uh, so they can improve. And, and the same way with your staff, you know, where we need to improve at and what we need to get better at. So um, that's no different this year than any other year.
1: You, you said in the past that, that you understand, because you've been around, the speculation about your job. Um, but Ryan Poles has been nothing – but praising the work that you've done. That said, do you feel safe? Because Ryan Poles has been always stood up
2: for you. Yeah, what you can focus on is leadership, right? And the first rule of leadership is leading yourself, right? So uh, come to work every day, um, you know, put the plans together, offense, defense, special teams, lead the football team, um, help the leadership council, lead the football team as well. Um, Because, you know, true leadership comes from within. And uh, I, I think it's really what you focus on. And that's put your best foot forward every single day.
1: Right. I mean, to some degree, obviously, didn't get specific with the answer, just talking about how he's going to go on with his, you know, Bears head coaching career. I actually have no problem with the way he's answered these questions. I think he's done it confidently, and he's never really skipped a beat. He's not looked at us ill when we've asked these kinds of questions, and it sucks having to ask these kinds of questions. These are human beings, um, and to ask about their careers is never not awkward to me. And I know that it's sport <laughs> within the sports, and I get it, and I do it, and I'm complicit, and I'll keep doing it. But trust me, um, it's it sucks when you have to ask these questions and that I think on the overall, the fluce has answered them pretty well. Now, um, I still think that, and that's why I asked the Ryan polls question, because, you know, until I hear differently, the way polls has answered questions about Matt Eberflus is not just the standard. We have confidence in Matt Eberflus and we're going to evaluate him the way we evaluate everybody else. No, it's not like that. It's like, He's the guy. That's what Poles has said. Now, we haven't talked to polls for, for several weeks now. So, you know, he, he is obviously he can change his mind. But my gut still says, still says throughout all of this that Matt Iberflus will be back. Um, let's get into the Lions a little bit. We know what happened in week 11. They lost 31 to 26. The defense collapsed, blew a 12-point lead in the final few minutes of the game. Jamison Williams making the big play, David Montgomery with the touchdown, Aiden Hutchinson with a massive defensive play to essentially put the game away. What I wanted to know from the Flukes is basically these guys pissed off. How do they like are they ready to just romp the Lions at Soldier Field this week?
2: Yeah, you can feel a uh, motivation there and optimism and uh, certainly the focus. Uh, with our guys today, you could feel that and uh, the energy. You could feel that for sure out at the walkthrough. Uh, the guys are wired in and, and want to perform well this week. How do you plan on being better uh, this time? Because it was such a stark difference. Yeah, all you're going to do is look at the tape, right? You look at the tape and then you look on the things that you did well and the looks that you gave and play off of those looks. I think that's a very important thing to do and then the things you can improve on. You know, obviously the, the two-minute, you know, was it was, was something we needed to improve on you know, defensively. And then the four-minute on offense. And, you know, we did that last week. Uh, we did a four-minute, two-minute operation. Um, it was better, and that was improvement. And that's what you can uh, – all you can do is focus on your last performance and uh, and uh, certainly got things to improve on the last time we played these guys.
1: Yep, and that's the answer. I mean, the two it's, it's two-minute defense was anything in that game, the Bears – do win that game now. And Justin Fields played well in that game too. Now it, it does feel like the bears based on how well they played in Detroit um, for most of that game, that they'd have a decent chance of winning this game. However, Detroit will adjust. They will adjust to what Justin Fields was doing. So I don't, uh, I, I am undecided about this game, but I do feel like it's going to be close. And uh, I, I, yeah, I mean it when I, I'll, I'll be asking these players this week about, you know, there's that internal motivation of we should have won that game. Now you're at our place and, uh, you know, I'm going to beat you. So that'll definitely be a theme throughout the week. All right. Um, Bears 4-8. and Cole Komet was probably about as optimistic as anybody I've heard at this point. Um, and he was talking about making a run.
3: I'm treating it like we're in playoff mode now. I think five very winnable games here to end the season. And, you know, who knows what can happen at nine and eight. And, you know, I'm not looking too big big picture, but, you know, you take it one week at a time. I think, look, there's a lot of a lot of flux at the bottom of the NFC here, you know, especially for that 7-6 spot. You know, you never know what can happen, but you just got to take it one week at a time, and, and we'll see where it goes. Amazing so been... how,
1: the, how fine the line is in this league to where you're talking about playoffs now. Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago, the sky was falling.
3: Yeah, I, absolutely, and that's why, you know, I always talk about the margins being so thin, and um, you know, you definitely look back at a couple games in the season, and you know I can think of two that you know really really should have won uh, and you know you win those you're, you're you're just out of the play I think we'd be just out of the playoff mark at this point but we are where we're at right now um and you know that's this league and but at the end of the day you know we're still uh you're still kind of in it even though it's been a you know a really not a great start to start the season out here but uh, you got five games to finish this thing off and we'll see where it lays if uh, if we can get to 98 nine and eight here
1: yeah, and those back game had to he must be referring to Detroit and Denver. I mean, look, the the only real slam dunk, I believe, in terms of their last five games, would be the Arizona game at home in four weeks. That's the only one because they host Detroit. Detroit's really good, regardless of how close the Bears came. Cleveland seven and five. Um, Arizona said they could win. Atlanta's 500 all of a sudden. That's another home game. And then they're at Green Bay to end the season. So there ain't. there's maybe a gimme, and that would be Arizona. Matter of fact, I, I'm, I'm going to say it. That's a gimme win for the Bears, or at least it ought to be. And that's not something I've said this year. So ought to be interesting. But the Bears aren't going to make the playoffs. I don't see them winning five out of five. But, uh, you know, it's, it's fun to talk about. Nine and eight would be – I mean – that would be extraordinary if they turn this season around like that. Like probably historic for the Bears. Last guy I want you to hear from is one of the best Bears defenders this year, TJ Edwards. And the theme with Edwards is the entire NFC North is playing well.
0: Here's Edwards. Again, I think that's the, the general, you know, path of, of the NFL. I think everyone starts playing their best football. You know, obviously you get more more reps in, there's more chemistry being built within um, you know, new schemes, you know, new players and things like that. So everyone feels a lot more comfortable at this time and um, you see a lot of good football being played and you see a lot of uh, games going down the wire. You know, you see you see that um, at the end of the game it's who can make those big plays to, to seal it and um, the guys to do that on our team as well so we're excited about that
2: a lot of what is an uncertainty but as you measure this team, what gives you hope what do you draw to that you see this is going the way you guys want it to go
0: yeah I mean I think we're a lot better than our record you know I think we have um you see it on film you know you see all the all the plays that are being made you see um you know the effort that's there and I think that's one thing that's you know um not looked on as much as just the the tenacity that people are playing with. You know that's hard to do every single play where someone's giving it their all, and um, you see that on film with our team. But again, you know it is it is the league in, in terms of um, you know you are, your record shows and things like that. But I don't think we necessarily believe that. I think you know we know we're a good football team and we got to go out there and uh, kind of like you alluded to earlier, finish and uh, we got to you know make those plays at the end of the game to seal those victories.
1: Well, you know, looking looking at the defo- the division, the Lions are nine and three, Bears four and eight. Pack has won three in a row. They're six and six. Minnesota is six and six. Everybody in the division except for the Bears is five hundred or above. So it is interesting how things change quickly in the NFL. And it would be pretty sick if the Bears were able to pull something crazy off. I don't see it, but look. It is, as cliche as it sounds, it is the NFL, and is, as they were talking about, it and Komet, my question to him, it is a razor-thin margin for the NFL. You win a, start to win a couple of games, and all of a sudden, things look better, no matter where you are in the league. Um... See, I'm trying to see if I. Oh yeah, the last thing is that it looks like Tyreek Stevenson has been dealing with an ankle injury. The way Matt Eberflus was talking today, it makes it sound like he should be good to go by the Detroit game with that ankle injury. Uh, but that is certainly not a slam dunk. No official injury report. Just a walk-through practice for the Bears on Monday. So that was pretty easy to, to kind of uh, infer from the things that he was saying. That is going to be it for today's episode. Thanks to everybody for listening and watching like you always do. Thanks for subscribing to The Daily Score. I appreciate it. And for our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I am Mark Grody. I will talk to you tomorrow.